Welcome to All Axes, brought to you by Mazak, a podcast where we interview the people helping to shape the future of manufacturing to give you a better understanding of where we're heading and why. We believe that with an understanding of technology, workforce, and market trends, you can always grow your business. My name is Thielen Henderson, and I'll be your host. Joining us today to discuss improving operations through inspection is Dan Schoolin, General Manager of Industrial Metrology with Renishaw. Thielen, thanks for having me here today. It's great to be here. Hey, th- thanks for being here, Dan. So, tell me what is it that you do with Renishaw? So, you know, Renishaw as a company is kind of known for an invention of the first touch trigger probe, which allowed us to mechanize the inspection of components. So, we're really, fundamentally, we're a dimensional inspection company, but really it's much more than that. What we do is, primarily in CNC machining, we help people improve the accuracy of the components that come off machines, but more importantly, we drive inspection upstream to enable machinery to produce parts more cost-effectively with a higher throughput for the given amount of machinery that's in place. That's fundamentally what we do. Making better use of what you already have. Yeah, better utilization of CNC machines. Well, so then what's new at Renishaw? Oh, man. How much time do you have? (laughs) You know, really... Highlights, highlights. Yeah, if we look at things, you know, some, some exciting things that are going on. Obviously, there's two primary trends going on in the manufacturing industry right now. Automation, uh, reducing the reliance on manpower, which has been exaggerated by COVID, where people are having to do more with less people. And the other thing is digitization, trying to pull data out. So you hear Industry 4.0, smart manufacturing, trends of where you're pulling data out of processes that you can do like forensic evaluation to see if I did this differently, would I get a better result? So really in those two camps, Renishaw has done a lot. And we do a lot of things with Mazak. We use Mazak machinery in our own manufacturing operations. And we partner up with Mazak at end user locations to provide solutions that help them achieve those two objectives. So, you know, you asked me what's new, you know, from an automation standpoint, really probing systems on CNC machines, that is automation. You are putting intelligence in the spindle. Rather than putting just a tool in the spindle, occasionally you transfer a probe into the spindle, which allows you to automate the setup of a part, the close-up control, in-process in, in inspection. Right. I, I completely agree. Automation is one of those things where when you say it to people, they often think about uh, robots. And frankly, sure. I think they think of FANUC robots. Sure. Um, but really, it means multitasking. It means uh, using data to improve your throughput. It, it involves doing more with less. Yeah, it's anything that can take place of what a human would have to typically do manually is automation. I love it. And so if you look at a a CNC machine, you know, you put a workpiece in the machine, uh, an operator would lean into that machine with a dial indicator to tram up the part. Don't need to do that. Pull out the probe automatically with uh, a cycle, a software cycle to execute it. Find the location of the workpiece and automatically update the work offset orientation and location of the part. Simple automation. You guys are obviously the inspection experts, but internally, how do you handle inspection? Yeah, it's a really interesting question. You know, Renishaw is the dominant supplier of coordinate measurement machine systems in the world. Mm -hmm. So we're very involved in the final inspection of components. But in our own manufacturing operations, believe it or not, we do the inspection directly on our CNC machines. In many cases, Mazak equipment. Why? Really good question. Let's, let's, Let's back up a little bit. Why do we inspect parts? Well, we inspect parts because we want to make sure that the size, shape, uh, form of, of that part is such that it would mate with another piece. So 
originally inspection came about when we started to mechanize with Henry Ford and things like that, where we were doing things in volume, and we would do manufacture one component in Detroit and another component in St. Louis. We had to make sure that when those two parts got back together, they would mate. So fundamentally, we would inspect. We would use a, CN, uh, a CMM or type of hand tool. But what we that's a very costly way to ensure quality because really what you're doing is tailgate inspection you are producing a part and then verifying that all the work you just did was right what we want to do is right, drive you're validating that inspection the, upstream mm -hmm. yeah. I, I get it so if you if you start doing inspection upstream you're saving yourself time down the line it, it's almost more of an insurance policy than anything else yeah well rather yeah very much so rather than putting a part on a measurement device that you're questioning whether it's good or bad, you pr pull a part off of a machine that you know the part is good, and you're just getting a stamp of approval. FAA in aerospace, FDA in medical, it's, it's a certified stamp of approval for inspection rather than a way to control the process to make sure you're making good parts. What we try to do is rather than inspect after a part is produced, inside of Renishaw, we validate our machines to make sure the machine is capable, and then we employ measurement directly in the machining process so that we can have that machine adapt to tool changes, part uh, differentiation, temperature changes in the environment, and then we can do validation of key features before the parts were removed from the machine. And we, we do this all internally on our own operations. And doing all of that as upstream as possible guarantees that you're making a quality part. Yep. All right, so it's interesting to me that you guys do a lot of on-machine inspection. Mm -hmm. Because I think there's a feeling in the industry that the CMM's more accurate probing than on machine. Um, how, how do you how do you feel, how do you guys feel about that? Uh, fundamentally, no. Um, actually, if you look at the construction of a CMM and you look at the construction of a of a CNC machine, the CNC machine is actually made to. Both of them are three-axis systems that can move either a tool or a sensor around. So in the, in the case of inspection, both of them can have a probe. They can move them in three-axis space. The CMM is made to be lightweight and is error-mapped to be accurate throughout its volume. A CNC machine, by default, does not have a volumetric error map in it, but it could. Uh, some companies, you know, uh, Mazak, you know, Siemens Control, the latest FANUC Control, so those three leading companies have volumetric error map capability in them. So it is very possible to take a CNC machine and map it the same way you would a CMM. The question is, do you want to do that? So you, you're spending more money in a lot of cases for your CNC machine. Yeah, and your CNC machine's getting bumped a lot more. And yep. It's not, it might be a little looser. Well, actually, because the CNC has to provide rigidity for a tool against space, it typically has tighter repeatability spec than a CMM does. However, yeah. it does get bumped, to your point. So if you do decide to incorporate measurement on a CNC machine, one, you need to make sure the machine is capable. And so you can do that with the same tools you would use on a CMM for calibration. But then you have the added dynamic of you have to validate it to make sure things didn't get damaged. So in the case of Renishaw, you asked earlier about what we do in our own manufacturing. Mm -hmm. What we do is prior to cut, we bring in an artifact that's been inspected on a CMM. 
and that artifact is measured on the CNC machine. If it measures the same as the CMM, that machine is capable of not only measuring, but of cutting. It's actually positioning correctly. Then you go ahead and do your cutting, do the measurement of the features on that part. If you go back and measure that artifact again, and the artifact still measures correctly, you have just justified, validated all the measurements that you took place on the part, and everything is traceable back through the lab through that CMM. Okay, so you take a part, yep. inspect, or take an artifact, yep. inspect it on the CMM. Which could be a part. It could, could be, be a one part. of your production could be a part. parts. Yep. A, a widget. Yep. Um, then you inspect it on the machine, and those numbers should match. Right. Then you run parts, yep. however many. Then you inspect that artifact again, right. and so long as the numbers still line up, yep. you know that you've all been the measurements you took place on the parts prior to that, uh, you know, are accurate and traceable back through that original CMM that you measured that artifact. Fully traceable, yep. fully. Completed. So in that case, you can, you know, from an efficiency standpoint, rather than having a CMM after every two or three machines, you could have a CMM in a lab that is satisfying sixty machines. In the oh case. wow! And that CMM is is simply. Uh, determining the validity of an artifact and occasionally checking that, but the CNC machines, the benefit here is not only can you measure on the on the CNC machine, but the process of make, ensuring that the, ac the machine is accurate enough to measure also is ensuring that that machine is accurate enough to cut on. So you get the added benefit of, of managing uptime and making sure the capability of the machine is, ma is maintained. And that kind of brings me to something that I think is interesting. If you constantly are probing and inspecting, you understand the capability of your machine more. You know, you, you get those data sets and you can see trends and you can know almost what you're capable of on a shop level. Yeah, and you know what's really interesting, this whole move to Industry 4.0, there's been a move for pulling data off of machines like MT Connect standard, which you know we're all very involved in. Yeah. Um, MT Connect originally came out looking at utilization. Is the machine on? Is it cutting parts? Is the spindle running? But it's moved, the latest version of MT Connect allows you to pull out quality data. So now you can start to pull data about the accuracy of the part, uh, whether the tool is drifting, whether the location of the part is drifting, and that data that's coming off the machine, you can do forensic analysis of that and determine things. For example, cross-effect. You might determine that every day at 3 o'clock, you start to produce parts that are slightly out of tolerance, or you're hopefully you're providing, you're incorporating closed-loop controls, and you're simply seeing that you're having to control the process tighter at 3 o'clock. What's going on at 3 o'clock? It could be that the UPS guy is coming and they're opening up a big bay door and the shop is dropping 20 degrees at 3 o'clock because parts are going in and out of a bay, which is close to the machine. So this data, the whole move toward getting more data off of the machinery and seeing how it correlates with other data in the shop is a, this whole digitization, the whole move to Industry 4.0 is pushing that. So you can really learn more about your shop, more about you know uh, things you can get better at, opportunities for you to get better at that aren't just about making better parts. Yeah, always about ways of improving efficiency. So you might determine, uh, you know, traditional MT Connect, you could say that the machine is in cycle, but by incorporating a simple probing technique, you could say it's in cycle, and with one point, we could say it's in cycle, but there's a part on the machine. With two points, we could say it's in cycle, there's a part on the machine, and it's the right part. With three points, we can say it, we, we know there's a part on the machine, it's the right part, and 32 minutes into a 45-minute cycle time, feature number 12 is the right size. So, so, I mean, I, I think a lot of shops uh, don't like spending money on things that don't have spindles. Mm -hmm. um, but if they actually record this data, they can really improve efficiency dramatically without buying a new machine. 
Yeah, what, what's interesting is there's an old uh, adage that CNC machines are made, are, are bought to produce chips. And my argument on that is the market for chips is way down. The market for good parts is way up. I like that. Yeah. So one thing that we try to help people do in improving efficiency is changing their paradigm of cycle time. So cycle time is not button to button when you hit cycle start and when cycle starts done because that doesn't take into consideration quality. So what you want to do is shift to a paradigm of cycle time is the number of good parts you produce in a given period of time. And with that metric, if incorporating technologies like Renishaw and others have for inspection on the machine does not increase your throughput, in other words, lower your cost to produce parts and increase your, your sales as a manufacturer, then you shouldn't incorporate it. Uh, it either helps you produce more parts, more quality parts in a given period of time at a lower cost, effective cost, or it doesn't. And if it doesn't, don't do it. Everyone in the industry is working with MT Connect these days. Can you tell me a little bit about what you guys are doing with them? Yeah, so MT Connect initially was looking at the utilization uh, of machinery. What Renishaw has done is incorporate QIF, Quality Inspection Framework. So inspection data using the MT Connect protocol uh, it, we're now able to pull data directly off the machine. Mazax, one of the leading companies doing that, uh, where we can pull the inspection data directly from a part on a CNC machine out using MT Connect format. And that's supported by the latest MT Connect standard. So it's and very, very exciting. What do you see customers doing with that data in real time and over you know months? Yeah, so as we talked about before, um, if you know the machine is in cycle, yep, that's value. But knowing the machine is in cycle and knowing, one, that there is actually a workpiece on the machine, that it's the right workpiece, making sure the right program is called up, and then validating and inspecting features in the process and making sure not only are they correct, but they're correct in the right amount of time. Uh, you can then validate the efficiency of a manufacturing operation, not just from a, a component quality, but also the flow of that part through the CNC machine, making sure that indeed it's, it's being processed as efficiently as possible. So that data really helps you, the QIF framework, and the incorporation of that into the MT Connect standard is, is going to be a very exciting trend in industry for people to understand and improve the efficiency of operations. Interesting. So when I think of inspection, I, I have to admit, my first thought is the touch probe. Yeah. Is that still accurate or is there new technology that people should be aware of? Yeah, you know, so on uh, CMMs, there was a move from discrete point to scanning. So discrete point being a touch probe to scanning many years ago. On CNC machines, that trend has continued. And over the last several years, there's been a move towards scanning. So high, collecting high density data rather than discrete points actually constant contact three-axis scanning of components on machines. It's actually actually very exciting. What you're able to do now is measure not only size and location, but start to measure form. And by using a scanning technology, you can do things like predicting the breakdown of a tool by seeing a waviness, a surface texture change that's caused by the tool breaking down, which again, further uh, enhances our ability to automate automate uh, the change. How, when do I need to change the inserts on my tool? We can now check the condition of the surface, not just its size and its location, but actually its form and condition to see the breakdown, the imminent breakdown of tooling and make a change in advance of uh, scrap parts. Oh, uh, so you're, you're oh, so you're able to predict uh, tooling wear and therefore get out ahead before they start making scrap parts. Yeah. 
operators can come in, change the tooling, and then there's no loss of parts. Yeah, and you can actually automate that if you can set uh, tolerances on how much surface condition change you can accept. And once it gets past a certain threshold, you can call up redundant tooling. So again, further automating uh, the switch over and change out of tools. More good parts in the basket at the end of the day. Exactly. I love it. Hey, Dan, thank you so much for joining us today. Pleasure to be here. Thanks for having me. Be sure to subscribe to All Axes on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, TuneIn, or you can always visit our website at mazakusa.com for the latest episode.